And we're back here on Education Eclipse, and I'm really pleased to be joined by a sport management faculty member, Chris Levins. Chris, uh, we just had a bunch of money raised by sport management students uh, through the capstone courses. So I want to talk about that. It's not the first time they've done it. It's the like millionth time that they've done that. Every single semester, we have students just raising a ton of money for charities. Uh, and in the process, uh, their capstone, they're, they're showing everything that they've learned throughout their, the course of their, their time here at WSU. So that's what we want to talk about today. Uh, welcome to Education Eclipse. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this time around, fall 2023 semester, there were four different groups that, that hosted events. There was a pickleball tournament. There was a poker tournament, a three-point contest, and a 5K race. And all together, the students in this capstone ended up raising a little more than $3,500 for charities for, for each respective group. They got to choose a charity that they feel uh, passionate about. So I just think that that's uh, amazing. Take me through what that looks like for, for students, um, you know, when they come into this capstone course, which is, of course, the end of their academic career within the program. And, and what, what is the expectation? The expectation is set really high. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to beat around the bush about that. The expectation is that, like you just said, we already know that we've taught you what you need to succeed in this class. So now it's your turn to show us. Um, do we do a lot of refreshing? Yes. There's, there's daily lectures, um, class time lectures where we go on refreshing and, and, and putting things to get, you know, reminders of things. But for the most part, what we're doing is we're assigning the parameters of the assignment of, of the project. So we start with an introduction. You have to go out and pitch this idea to us. And we use not just myself, but other faculty members come in and, and, and take a look at whether we would approve this as a project or not. And then based off of that, they, they're required to put together a full marketing plan, finance plan, and then they have to execute the event. Um, the, the execution always is my favorite part. I, I, I won't lie. <laughs> execution, <laughs> event, we see things like you're talking about raising $3,500. In actuality, we had eight events this semester, not four. Oh, okay. Yeah, eight, events. Um, eight total events with the, the amount of seniors that we had this, this semester. Um, we had two sections of the class. The class caps at 30, just to, helps to keep, you know, as we group into groups of like five or six, it helps to keep that one-on-one -on -one time with the instructor dealing with each group individually by keeping it smaller like that. Um, I, I, my mind is blown by what has happened this semester. Uh, we had a poker tournament of all things poker tournament um not the most athletic of sporting competitions that that i would normally consider uh in this class but we had a poker but we do see that on tv we see it on espn sometimes we, we see it on espn all the time in poker I mean, I, we see cornhole right we had a cornhole event take place this semester uh we had a, a tournament that went uh went and raised a thousand dollars um for the ronald mcdonald house in spokane uh, put it together really quick and and had a really great showing, brought some professional players, actually came down from Spokane because they had seen the marketing and stole the show from everybody else um, as, as, as our, our college students failed to be. I don't think that I can move on until I, I figure this out. Um, 
I didn't know that there were professional cornhole players. Like, that's a thing. That's a thing. I mean, that stuff you're watching on ESPN2, that's that's the real deal right there. It's like NASCAR. They get sponsored. <laughs> that, well, see, and I knew we had moved to the, like, pickleball had professional players. But cornhole, I mean, that's just – that's something you think you just see on Greek Row on game day, you know? <laughs> well, so it's that's a, pickleball, something that's a really hot trend right now. Um, pickleball is extremely popular right now. We had a group of students put on a pickleball tournament uh, at the at the the WSU Recreation Center. Uh, they had a, a amazing tournament. They took over four courts of all things because they ended up with 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 like twenty five pickle pickleball teams that showed up, and, and they're all there to play. And it got it got crazy. It got cutthroat. It was they had some, uh, couple, they had a couple professionals in there. And no they, way. Yeah, they had, they had professional pickleball players actually show up with partners. So, I mean, no way. To see something like that happen is really cool, part of the class, to see where they, they reach out. And the people that really are involved in the sport notice that this competition is available and they come to it. So when when students come into the program, of course, mo- most students are like, I just I want to work in sports, right? That's what they come in f- just knowing. They want to be around the buzz, the excitement. Uh, you as faculty, though, the, all the, the faculty in the program know, okay, to, to effectively work in sports, to raise money, to lower liability, to, um, to have it be um, a, a good career, right? There are certain facets that they have to learn. And, and talk about how, how each of these teams that puts on the events has to look at the legal aspects, the marketing aspects, the finance aspects. All of that is is vital. And, and and as you mentioned, this is all stuff that you've taught them. So uh, talk about those components that they have to then take into into these events. And so they've taken courses in. Um, they they take a course strictly in sport marketing. They 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 take a course strictly in legal aspects of the sport industry. We don't. We don't spend a lot of time talking about uh, um, um, aspects of like how to how to hold a trial and things like that in a law course. What we're doing there is we're we're dealing with what are the aspects of the legal aspects that you're going to enter into as a manager in sports, and that's what we're training. We're training these people to be managers. We're not training these students to go out and be uh, uh, an intern, right? We're requiring that they intern so that they can go forth and find managerial positions. Um, we, with with the class, it's it's very interesting because we deal with a, a lot of group work in the class. So the class has to be combined of a group of at least five, max of seven, in what they're going to execute, and they're able to use their own strengths in there. So you might have a student in there that was really strong in marketing. You might have a student in there that was really strong in legal aspects. Okay, you might have a student in there that was really strong in management and can handle HR and the things like that that are going on with a project that they bring in. But what I'm trying to do is make all of them figure out how to make this project a resume line item. Yeah, and here's the thing. For the rest of their career, whether they like it or not, they will be working in groups. But I want you to disabuse me, please, of the of the uh, the notion of the recollection that I might have from college that 
Uh, there's always going to be that one guy, right, that seems to be either dragging the group down or you got to carry this person. So talk about that from a faculty uh, um, grading perspective uh, on how um, these these are not just things that happen way outside the classroom, right? I mean, you shepherd them along during class time as well and, and make sure that everybody is taking an active role and can show that this is their also their individual capstone grade that they are working on. Well, so I like I like how you said it. Um, <laughs> in in doubt, there's always that one guy, right? Um, well, the thing with this class is the personal accountability is a hundred percent in this class due to the fact that we are not giving you a daily assignment of what to do to prepare a report. We are giving you a report to prepare. And you know the rubric and you know what's required. It's up to you to manage the group. Part of this is dealing, like you said, you know, obviously they're going to have to work in groups when they get out in the real world and they're going to have to work with people. You might have to work with somebody who doesn't do their job to the full extent of their capabilities is the, the best way I can think of saying that. Um, you might have to do that. And we see that in this class. I, don't get me wrong. As faculty, I've seen it over and over again where we've got somebody not pulling their weight in a group. Um, this class has a, a, a prioritization on group dy dynamics where we're constantly focusing on meeting one-on-one -on -one with the groups and the, and the professors. When I teach the class, which I've been teaching it for about 10 years, um, when I when when I'm in charge of the class, I I extend my office hours far beyond what I normally would do to make it capable of meeting with a full group. We don't have time in a 50 minute class period for me to meet with five separate groups and give them more than 10 minutes time, right? To go one on one and see what's going on and evaluate the group dynamics. Yeah. So what I do is I cut my time out and I split my time to meet with them outside of class. So that I can get that time one-on-one -on -one to see the group dynamics. And when I go to the outside of class meeting and I see the students, it's not there. It's not there. It's not there. Repetitively. Then I, I know what's going on and I know that we've got a problem. So what we do at that point is we regroup as a small group and we deal with how we're going to identify that situation and deal with the situation. In this class, you can get fired from your group. Oh, really? Yes, you can. <laughs> To, now, now I'm just I'm a little bit curious. You got to tell me about that. So, so they get fired. Do they get hired then by another group? Can they uh, apply to the other groups? <laughs> yes, they're able to do that. But there is a there is a firing deadline that that, that does exist prior to the withdrawal deadline. Like a trade deadline? Can they trade? Uh, I'll trade you my my marketing person for your finance person and a peanut vendor to be named later. <laughs> I would love to see that happen. That would be my ideal class, Brandon. We're so let me, we have a we have free agency on on human resources, <laughs> nil nil deals. By the way, which which obviously you could really add that component in there since that's such a newer part of sport management. Uh, I've seen that we've dealt with in the class. To tell you the truth, we've dealt with this with utilizing student athletes as 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 showcasing them at our events. You know, prior to NIL, it was very difficult for us to use an athlete to showcase at our event. Now with NIL, we can use the athlete just as long as we, we, we speak about them properly. Mm. Hey, so tell me, um, 
you know, over the course of, I, I think you've been teaching this, this course since I got here to WSU, which has been 10 years now. Um, I've seen a lot of amazing events be hosted, a lot of uh, organizations. So one of the, one of the pieces of this is of course, fundraising, right? Uh, donations is, is often a sponsorship is often something that has to, has to occur. Uh, I've seen, I've seen events that had amazing, like silent auctions, like incredible items. Uh, I've seen other things that were just donated and winners were drawn. Uh, and I know, like I know students that for a lot of them, that's the, maybe the scariest part is going out and talking to businesses, doing cold calls, uh, you know, asking for those things. They do it anyway. But um, I've seen over the years some really, really cool stuff. And and a lot of businesses or sports organizations have responded very graciously, you know, to to these students. But um, what I'm what I'd love to know is what kind of charities? Uh, what are some of the charities this year? Um, and then maybe offhand some of the ones that have been supported in years past that uh, you know that that gave you pause or stood out to you. You know, one of the big ones that that. Um, resonate really 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 with me um that i i I get emotional over it um pullman parks and recreation as a non-profit organization here in our small community uh pullman parks and recreation does everything they can to give our students practicum hours internship opportunities and things like that and i see in this class I see it over and over every semester. I see it this semester. I saw it last semester where I see our students say, hey, we're going to do a fundraiser. You're requiring that we raise money for a nonprofit. We want to give to Pullman Parks and Rec. And I can't stop them. I can't confuse. I, I can't convince them to go somewhere else. They want to give back to those who have given to them. And that community thing, I, I hate to say it, it's a kook thing. <laughs> you know, I mean, it really is a kook thing, um, which you can't spell out. Uh, but that sort of that 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 I want to give back to that who gave to me means a lot. Um, I saw this year we raised uh, we raised over two thousand dollars plus over a thousand pounds of food for the Pullman or I mean the, the WSU Cougar Food Pantry. Wow! So yeah. Giving but- back, Cougs giving the Cougs. Uh, we've had lots of success raising for organizations such as uh, Halinski's Hope. It hits home. We, we've done a lot of good fundraising for them. We've worked a lot. Uh, th- this semester, we worked with the Flanagan Foundation, Ronald McDonald House of Spokane. We've worked with, uh, um, let's see, Make-A-Wish out of Spokane for Make-A-Wish uh, Washington, Alaska. We've uh, we, we've seen a lot of this, you know, local like in the the west or the, the sorry not the the east side of the state saw a lot of local what we could give back at that point um one of our events this year was originally going to benefit the jamal crawford foundation but for some reason the jamal crawford foundation is unable to accept money at this point in time so they went ahead and what was next closest to them and they went with the pullman ymca um it's 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 kind of neat to see this the, the fact that we raise all this money but we keep it in the community mm. So, so, um, you know, over those 10 years, do you have uh, a memory? And I, by the way, I think that's incredible that, uh, well, actually before the next question, um, not to make it um, be crass and make it about money, but what is the event that raised the most money that you can remember over the last 10 years? Um, I can't even tell you how much the total amount is as of now, 
but it was the uh, the Holinsky's Hope uh, three for three burpee challenge. We did an online, um, we did a, a viral challenge to do three burpees or challenge and challenge three people to do the same thing and or donate to Holinsky's Hope. Um, we raised at the time of the event, we had hit um, over twenty five thousand uh, dollars located spoke of as to from people because of our event they donated there and as to what we raised here on campus um i don't know how high that's gotten because the holinskis have taken that every year and done it over and over again so i i would say that would probably be one of the most successful although it did have a viral edge to it i mean it kind of it grew through 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 the viral sort of standpoint now that came about with the pandemic Right. When the pandemic hit, I had to cancel all of our events because, well, we canceled everything. You know, everything had to be stopped. It was there was a group and we had to move everything to online. And it was amazing to see us do these online virtual events. And because we had to. Well, even this semester, I had a group do an online virtual event. We did an online esports tournament with Rocket League. It took place just last Sunday. We ended up with um, 18 teams from different universities across the U.S. competing. And uh, I will tell you that our WSU team came in second. They uh, they dominated throughout the entire ter- tournament until the very end. But uh, it, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun to see that happening. And that was something that kind of the, the course evolved into doing that from the in-person after what we learned from the pandemic. Yeah, it was in 20, I think it was in 2022, so two years ago, the last year that Kyle Manzardo, he had just been drafted, actually. And um, anyway, I remember one of the groups hosted a home run derby, took place down on the field at Bailey Braden, and I was asked to be the MC. So I went out there with the mic, and I actually was wearing a Kyle Manzardo jersey. And, and I made a joke because, you know, I mean, Kyle is an athlete and he's uh, in, uh, what's the word, in shape, and I am not. <laughs> I made a joke about how, as you can see from my jersey, I am Kyle Manzardo. And, of course, you know, everybody knew that, wasn't ex- uh, that I wasn't except for one person who I saw on Twitter later saying, I can't believe I had the chance to meet Kyle Manzardo. I'm like, <laughs> this is too funny. <laughs> he, he actually thought... I, 20 years older than Kyle Manzardo with a dad body plus, uh, was Kyle Manzardo. So <laughs> that one stands out to me uh, quite a bit. You mentioned $25,000 plus, and yes, there was that, um, that, um, that viral aspect of it. But you've had events that, that made far more than I thought they would. The Easter egg hunt, I think, some years back made quite a bit of money. Oh, back in 2014. Yes, the Easter egg hunt that ended up making $1,100 for Pullman Parks and Recreation, and it was free. Um. <laughs> right. So let me ask this then. You you get some, something, maybe the, maybe it's well put together, it's well ran, it makes $600. You get something else that makes $15,000. Uh, talk about the grading of that because they're not necessarily graded on the amount that they raise, but rather the process. Talk about that. In no way, shape, and form are they are they graded on that. Absolutely, um, um, it's not even influenced. Okay, the grading rubrics are very strict as to when we put forth. You have to put forth these five parameters of the course. 
Okay. It's, it's a real life experience. You have to introduce it. You have to create a marketing plan. You have to create a finance plan. You have to create an operations plan and then you have to execute. You can lose money, but still execute perfectly. As long as at the end of everything, you can come back and tell me what went wrong and where you're going to fix it or how you could have fixed it. What are the directions for the next person I let do this? So yeah, we, had a, a, we had an online skateboarding contest. Really great sort of thing. They ended up um, only making $100 after everything was done. But we took, they, they realized their marketing was too shallow. They kept their marketing too local. They didn't go broad with what we should do with a viral event like that, with, with an online event. So the next semester, I had a group take all of their information and try the same thing over again. And we ended up with an international skateboard competition where our winner was from Spain and we ended up losing money because we had to spend the, the money to send the prizes to the, to the, the winner of the whole thing. Um, so do they, do they lose points for not making money? Absolutely not. It's about executing what you put forth and plan to do. Yeah, which 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 is interesting because right now, as as it stands, we're not at the end of the semester, but these events are done because we have how, one more. We have one more this weekend. Okay, because how how vital is it that they have that time to go back and evaluate the event and put that into their report? I mean, that's that's as important as almost anything, right? To to when say it comes to the final evaluation, that is the most the biggest thing I'm looking at is let's reflect on what we did and how could we do it better. Hmm. Do you have any really good memories uh, of events that stood out to you or they just some for some reason in your mind, you're just never going to forget it? Because I've got a couple aside from the Kyle Manzardo with I am Kyle Manzardo. Uh, I've got a couple that really stand out to me. I'd love to know yours. Well, I can think of we did a um, we did a really cool bowling tournament for the Trufant Family Foundation one year. That was one of mine. <laughs> that was one of the ones you're thinking of. Yeah, the samurai sword. Yeah, Marcus and his parents came out for it. Um, we ended up, you know, we sold out Zeppos as far as we could. We ended up having to cap the tournament because there's Zeppos has been a great uh, organization to work with, but they're only so big. So we have to max what we're going to do in, in in a place that can provide us with a, with with an activity such as bowling. Um, it, that was one of the ones that really kind of kind of piqued my interest. We also did a bowling tournament one year for for Team Gleason where we got a couple of banks involved in donating and creating teams. And we got the bank managers to get the banks to back them up on whatever they bid on in the auction. They'd get a match from the bank. So we ended up in one of those auction sort of competitions where Wells Fargo is going to go this high. Chase is going to go this high. Wells Fargo is going to go this high. And it just keeps going up and going up until something overspending on something ridiculous. Um, those are the kind of fun events I've seen. We've had a very, we've had a couple of very successful 5k runs. Um, my, I, th I would hate for any student to hear this, but my favorite still goes back to 2015 sport trivia. Mm. We had a sport trivia night where the students went so far as to go and get celebrities. They got, uh, um, Jessica Mac Jessamine McIntyre, they got uh Alex Brink before he was one of our 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 announcers. All our commentators, right. Our commentators. They got um Ryan Leaf 
when he was in the middle of the like just terrible press that he had going on about him, they got all these old coogs to ask the questions and they did it on video so that all the, the all the, the questions were pre presented by somebody big. And we got a lot of people to show up and all of the money was going to WSU team leasing, which WSU team leasing is not the big team leasing. It's a small group here at WSU that works to build um, open source software for people that you know can't afford to have a rig like Steve Gleason does to be able to communicate and move around. And that night we were able to present them with $2,500 that we said we were going to raise, but the students went above and beyond. And without telling anyone, I mean, I knew, but without telling anyone, they actually had gotten Microsoft to donate what they were looking for in the long run. Wow. The, the, the WSU team, Gleason team wanted to get two or three surface tablets configured in a certain way that they could then give to patients with, with ALS um, the students were able to get Microsoft to donate 10 of those before we ever even did the event. So we had a really cool surprise at the end of the day where we were like, and we've already got this done. And that would be my favorite event. Very classy event. Yeah. My two, of course, the bowling, because you, you got Marcus Trufant to sign your samurai sword. Which Still was, have it. Which was amazing. What a random thing, you know, to have somebody sign. The other was, you remember there was a speed pitch, and I just have a funny memory of this. The one on the mall? The one on the mall that was for Seattle Children's Hospital. Uh, and I rem I totally remember that Keaton Hyanga, you, of course, you remember him. Oh, yes, he came out through our, 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 our... 93 miles an hour. Uh, he had, you know, he had played, he was already, he'd already played minor league baseball, so... Yeah, he, he played not, minor league for the Royals as for a the Royals organization. Uh, I don't think he made it past you know low A, but but he could pitch, he could throw hard, and of course he played um, Coug basketball as well. Just an athlete. So so here it is ninety. I guess it was ninety two. I think it was ninety two. Was his was his throw. So here comes a WSU baseball player down the mall. He's got like three buddies with him and. Uh, you know, a slew of, of female companions that he's trying to impress. And he, he said, uh, Oh, speed pitch, watch this. And he walks up and I, I think he was expecting to hear like, what's the top that somebody's thrown? Oh, 70 miles an hour. And, uh, you know, I, I know for a fact that this pitcher could throw kind of upper eighties anyway. So he walked up, he said, Hey, what's the top? They said 92 and tail between the legs turned around and walked away so de dejected. <laughs> I'll never forget witnessing that. Like, he was I ready. Mean, to it was by a point guard. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, anyway, that that will – I'll never – that was 2014, I think. I'll, I'll never forget that one. That was pretty good. So, well, I hey, I think this is amazing. I'm glad that you're doing this. From what I hear – from students as they leave the program. This is one of the most valuable experiences that they have. And it's not only valuable for them, it is valuable for these organizations as well because they receive something for that. Uh, and and I just think it's amazing. Uh, any last words, Chris? No, I just want to thank you for giving some time. And, and um, um, again, uh, basically, if I have any last words, it's congratulations to this semester students. They've done an amazing job and I'm excited for this weekend's last event. All right, Chris Levins, faculty member in the sport management program, and a uh, heck of a good job. Thanks, Chris. Go Cougs. Go Cougs.